Hey there, Star Wars fans. Welcome back to Two Droids in a Mic. We're here with your stars, CJ Klein and John Folkert again. Today we're going to be talking about lightsabers, their importance in the series, some of the uh, favorite ones personally, and then we're also going to talk about the lineage throughout the series. So starting off, John, you want to give us your opinion on your favorite lightsaber? Yeah, CJ. So I'm going to have to say that my favorite lightsaber is the one that Luke Skywalker uses in the beginning of Return of the Jedi. We see him with the green lightsaber for the first time. And I remember seeing this as a kid thinking, wow, that's awesome. I didn't really think about any other lightsabers besides the blue one that we had seen in the earlier movies. And of course, at the end of Empire Strikes Back, we saw Luke get his arm chopped off and we saw his lightsaber tumble down that big opening. And we weren't sure really where he was going to go from then. And then, of course, we saw it in action against Jabba the Hutt. For me, this lightsaber is awesome not only because it's green, but the way it looks and the way it's constructed. It's clean. It looks very easy to use and very easy to grip. And I feel like for a lightsaber, that's one of the things you look for when you're building it is uh, how comfortable it is and obviously the performance. And from what we see in the movie, the performance is awesome. Yeah, totally. And not only that, but I had seen somewhere a fun fact about that lightsaber specifically was the reason that they used it in that film um, right there in pretty much the opening scene at Jabba's Palace was actually because they couldn't use a blue lightsaber because of the contrast it would have with the blue sky. So they needed the green lightsaber to stand out against the blue sky in that scene when he's battling outside on top of the uh, you know floating car, if you would if you would want to call it that, I guess, the uh, the diving board into the Sarlacc pit. Uh, yeah, moving on real quick, I'd say my light, favorite lightsaber would probably be uh, Anakin Skywalker's lightsaber, uh, the famous one that has been throughout the most films in the series, I believe, if I'm correct. I'm not 100% sure on that, but uh, it's pretty safe to say that that lightsaber has been through many, many films throughout the series, so I like the lineage in that one. Um, I don't necessarily like the build or the look. It's kind of a cumbersome lightsaber, so if we were going by the looks category, I'd say my favorite is probably uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi's throughout the prequel films. I know I had uh, that lightsaber actually as a kid. Uh, in my backyard, I used to play with that one a bunch, so that one holds uh, a special place in my heart as well. And CJ, uh, looking up here at the lightsabers, I didn't realize this, but Anakin Skywalker has two different lightsabers that he uses in the prequels and then and then so on and so forth in the rest of the movies. So he has a unique looking one in episode two, which is the first time we get to see him in action with Obi-Wan Kenobi as he's being trained. And then for episodes three, four, five, and seven, we see a slightly different lightsaber. So I, I thought that was interesting because I never really thought about that. Another thing we looked up now that we have the list up here is that Obi-Wan Kenobi's lightsaber is also slightly different. We see in episode uh, one and two, we see Obi-Wan's lightsaber looking a little bit more like Qui-Gon Jinn's with that vintage lightsaber look. And then we see in episodes three and four, a slightly more modern looking lightsaber, similar almost to the lightsaber that Luke Skywalker builds in uh, Return of the Jedi. Also, we can't forget about Darth Maul's lightsaber. The famous double-sided lightsaber that we saw in Episode 1, The Phantom Menace. 
It's an iconic lightsaber. It held up well for a while there against Qui-Gon and, and uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi until it was blasted in half. And then uh, Darth Maul had to use just one side of it. Um, this lightsaber, I would have liked to see... Obviously, I would have liked to see Darth Maul survive this movie and and uh, take over Count Dooku's spot in the prequels. But I feel like if Darth Maul was just facing one Jedi instead of two in the case of when he fought against Qui-Gon Jinn and Obi-Wan Kenobi, I feel like this lightsaber would have overpowered just one single Jedi. Absolutely. I think so, for sure. Alrighty. So, switching gears a little bit, now we're going to talk about lightsabers' lineage, their purpose, and how much they mean to a Jedi, and when in the eyes of the public as well. Uh, we know, obviously, that not everyone gets to carry a lightsaber in the world of Star Wars, that it is the weapon of a Jedi, so exactly who gets to carry them matters quite a bit throughout the series. Um, during a couple different instances, we see that the Jedi take out their lightsabers uh, in bars or different areas uh, in public, and the public tend to react pretty intensely to this. They're either astounded, incredibly frightened, they know not to mess with the Jedi. So obviously, having a lightsaber establishes some deal of importance uh, in the eyes of the public. Yeah, I agree with that totally. And one point I have to make, too, with why I believe that Jedis having lightsabers is important is because they refer to themselves as the peacemakers. And the lightsaber is the ultimate weapon you can have in the Star Wars universe. Not only can it deflect bullets, but you can basically burn through any type of material. And that's incredibly important in certain situations. That's off the top of my head when Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan in the beginning scene of The Phantom Menace burn through those metal doors in order to get to the droids. And we just see Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan just easily work through all these droids with their lightsabers and it gets to a point where you have to think well if Jedi already have the ability to use the force why do they need such powerful weapons I think part of the reason maybe they need another weapon is because you know you can't necessarily count on a Jedi to be in touch with the force at all times uh, it takes quite a bit of training, quite a bit of meditation to be able to connect and manipulate the Force in the way they do. Um, we know that, obviously, Jedi are very special in their connection with the Force and they, the way they've been taught to manipulate the Force. So I don't think it's necessarily something that's super easy to do. Even when Yoda in you know, maybe Episode 2 when he was fighting Count Dooku and he needed to move a giant pillar, or when he was fighting um, Sheev in Episode 3, you know, the, the senator... Uh, and they're tossing all of those giant platforms down at each other. It, it still takes a great concentration. You can see on their faces they need to focus to do this. So I don't think it's necessarily easy to manipulate the Force. So having a lightsaber is, you know, kind of like you said, it's the peacekeeper. What, what's a cop without a gun? It's still a great cop. You could probably still, you know, handle business, but it helps to have a little extra help. Another interesting point that comes to mind when we think about lightsabers throughout the films are why Jedi's decide to change their lightsabers. Maybe it's because they lose them. Maybe it's because they turn to the dark side. It's just it's just an interesting question. Obviously, it's cool because they might change colors or designs, but CJ, what would you maybe think of are some other reasons why a Jedi would need to change his lightsaber for any reason? Um, 
I think maybe the change from the light to the dark side definitely is more of a symbolic change. It's kind of the idea that you're giving up the Jedi's teachings and then, you know, you're changing to the dark side because we've obviously seen that distinction between the good and the bad guys. We obviously know that the bad guys are going to have the red lightsabers and the good guys tend to have lighter colored lightsabers. Um, In terms of changing throughout the series, other than losing, damaging, or changing to the dark side, I I don't know. You know, I I guess I wouldn't have necessarily a reason, possibly just as they grow throughout their Jedi training. Um, I mean, you know, Anakin clearly lost his during the second movie, but perhaps there's another reason that other Jedi that are moving through that training process would switch. Unless, of course, you're Mace Windu and you just ask George Lucas if you can have a purple lightsaber instead of the traditional green and blue colors of the Jedi. Um, I don't know of any other instances where you would have a unique or you would definitely you would change your lightsaber for that instant. All right, folks, today we have a special guest joining us here on Two Droids and a Mic. It's actually my brother, David Volkert, here to give his thoughts on lightsabers and anything that comes to mind, really, on the subject. David. All right, um, so, yeah, thanks for having me. Um, in terms of what I think my favorite lightsaber is, I would have to say um, probably Anakin's from uh, his original one, which got passed down then to Luke, which then got passed down to Finn and Rey. Um, I just like how it spanned the whole the whole uh, series. And, um, yeah, I just think it's really cool how um, that blade made it um, through so many, like, iconic Star Wars legends. So that's why I really like that blade. Totally, yeah. No, I definitely agree with you there. Um, actually, earlier in the episode, I talked a little bit about that, just how you know, iconic this lightsaber has been just because it's been through so many battles, you know, so many scenes, and uh, they put a lot of emphasis kind of on the lineage of this one. So I totally agree with you, man. Right. And there's a little bit of, like, um, in terms of after Luke gets his hand chopped off, how does it get into Maz's treasure chest and then eventually to the next generation. So, I don't know. I just think it's really cool that um, it made it into all three trilogies. And, yeah. Maybe it's just the the magic of Disney that brought it back to The Force Awakens. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Actually, we, uh, we brought up all the different lightsabers here, and me and CJ were noting how Anakin's lightsaber looks the least comfortable to grab by the hand. Yeah, in the terms, little um, sidebar. Yeah, the little sidebar and just the the rivets kind of in the lightsaber we were talking about just in terms of practicality and comfortability uh Qui-Gon Jinn's is really looking the most comfortable and then I'd say a second would be uh Kylo Ren's and even Darth Sidious's is uh pretty comfortable looking so I do like Darth Darth, uh, Darth Sidious's was the um like all golden one right yeah, it's uh, it's also yeah, nice, it's actually. also quite small too. Just looking at it next to Yoda's, which mm-hmm. I thought was interesting. So the next question we have for you is, what do you think a lightsaber means to a Jedi, in terms of not only a weapon, but a peacekeeping tool? Um. So I think. 
think the lightsaber is a big part about the the image of a Jedi and what a Jedi actually is. Like it's one of the first um, distinguishable things you see if they pull out the, the lightsaber. You know, here's a Jedi. Here's a here is a um, a really like uh, they're kind of. I can only imagine what it would be like to actually see one, like all lit up and. I don't know, I just think it's really cool how they're, um, they're, like, only people who carry them. It's very, um, if you see one, it's totally a Jedi. You know that this person is insanely powerful. You know that they're really smart. You know that they're all these things. And this can all just be brought up by, oh, he just brought out a lightsaber. Um, so I think it's, it's really iconic. And, uh, I think it's a really cool, really cool weapon. Do you think that um, with the Jedi Knights already being able to use the Force, that their ability to carry a lightsaber might make them too powerful in the minds of the of the public? Um, I think they could be seen as too powerful, um, but with their quick conscious good heart all that I don't think it's like a problem that they um are so powerful um because usually like sometimes they wouldn't have to bring out their lightsabers or anything like that they're only gonna take it out if they're I don't know facing a sit or something like that um I don't know I don't I don't see it as too too much of a problem all right, yeah, no, I definitely love what you said about uh, kind of a Jedi's knowledge, too. That's something that we hadn't mentioned, you know. We know that uh, they look definitely powerful with a lightsaber, uh, but I never really took into account the fact that they might think that they're super smart, too. I really like that, you know. If I saw a Jedi take out their lightsaber, not only am I going to think, all right, this guy is powerful because he has a direct threat to my life, but this guy also probably knows a thing or two that I absolutely do not because Jedi right, are... Right. Very smart. Um, one other thing that we had kind of considered here was just the uh, designs of the lightsabers. Did you want to touch on that a little bit? You know, what what kind of designs you like the most and where the series is headed? Yeah, um, I think in terms of, like, my personal preference, I'm kind of just like the original one blade. Um, but uh, I think it's really interesting how first trilogy, they have the original lightsaber. Second trilogy, they bring out the double blade lightsaber. Third trilogy, they bring out the uh, lightsaber with the little um, two side pieces that Kylo Ren uses. Um, so I'm just wondering what they're kind of thinking of for next, um, because of eventually they're going to be making more and more movies. So I'm I'm just uh, wondering, kind of curious on where lightsaber design could go. I know for like some of the cartoon series, they're pushing new designs and stuff, um, but it could be. I'm interested to see what kind of uh, new designs get the new movies. Well, yeah, at the end of The Last Jedi there, we saw them hinting at other kids, not only kids, but other people in the in the galaxy of Star Wars being able to use the Force. And mm-hmm. I, I definitely agree with you that there are going to be different interpretations of what a lightsaber is, as we've seen with Kylo Ren. And... I mean, I think the possibilities are endless. I think we could see someone in the future using two lightsabers consistently. Um, mm-hmm. 
we could definitely see maybe a throwback to Darth Maul. Um, I don't know. What do you think, CJ? Yeah, um, I think we're probably always going to see our traditional one-blade lightsaber. I don't think that's ever going to go out of style. Um, it, it's an iconic weapon in itself. It's kind of defined the series and uh, you know, defined the power of a Jedi. Everyone wants a lightsaber. I mean, how many millions of toys have been sold? So... But, uh, yeah, I guess it'll be interesting to see, um, you know, where they go. I, I don't necessarily think they need to take it any any further than they already have. That's just a personal preference. But, you know, again, yeah, there's uh, definitely the possibility of new, new and improved, uh, if you want to call it lightsabers, because the series is going to be going on. It's going to continue. They're going to keep making money. They're going to keep making uh, films. Yeah. And who's to say that in the future the lightsaber still has the same form of a sword? Maybe in the future they can control the light beams to form different shapes. Um, maybe a battle axe or maybe even a longer blade. <laughs> That'd be to... pretty crazy. <laughs> I remember um, one episode from the Clone Wars, um, the animated series. Um, one of the... Uh, Well, David, thanks for coming on the show here. Uh, appreciate you giving your insight on lightsabers and hope to have you again someday. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for having me. All right, bye. Awesome. Thanks, David. All right, thank you. that just about wraps it up for tonight's episode. Thanks again for joining us at Two Droids and a Mic. Find us on Twitter at John Volkert one and at Chris James fourteen fifty eight. Find us on not only SoundCloud, but now find us on iTunes as well. And remember, we are the droids you're looking for. <laughs>